Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Time now for the DenverSports.com front page. Stop what you're doing and listen. Taking a look at the top stories in Denver sports taken from your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. What in the name of Dan Issel? With today's DenverSports.com front page, here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, let, let's start right there. Let's answer that question. Uh, the, the reason why it does matter is because the all-time greats in this in this game, I, I assume we're talking about the NBA, uh. they not only built their playoff legacies, their championship legacies, but they, they also competed damn hard during the season. It was important to them to play 82 games, be out there as much as possible. Mm-hmm. They love to compete. I thought you nailed it earlier. Um the the problem that the NBA has and the NFL has, especially those two those two sports, is that when it comes to these games, the players just don't want to compete anymore. They want to be named to the All Star Game. They want mm-hmm. to be named to the Pro Bowl. They want to go. They want to have a good time. They they want to hang out, party. They just want to enjoy themselves. They want it to be a break for the NBA guys. Sure. They want it to be a uh, payoff to the season for the NFL guys, but they don't want to compete. And that's that's a problem. That is a real problem that, that yeah, these guys... Because, sure. because they get up, Mark, you know what? How many times have you heard um, a, an athlete get up and say, oh man, you know, we, we do it for the fans. You know, we got the greatest fans in the NFL. We got the greatest fans in the NBA. You know, thanks to the fans. They don't Clearly, the message sent by the NHL, the NBA, and the uh, NFL is they don't give a damn about the fans. If they did, and they understood the importance of the fans, when it comes to the money they make and the fame they enjoy, they could go out and actually play a game in the All-Star game that would entertain us. I really don't give a damn about that. I, I would tell you I would tell you that at least the NHL and professional football they do care because they play hurt and injured and they do that all all season long so they don't want to risk it they don't want to put that risk and i understand that part i don't want to risk it for an all-star a a meaningless all-star game so i understand that aspect of the nba to me is different that that's just come on you guys are playing a pickup basketball game with far more effort you play you come home from an NBA game, an afternoon tilt, and play with your kids in the yard, you know, in the on your driveway with more effort than you played that game. By the way, it, it's one thing for me as a basketball fan to, to complain about it, but you got the people who, who are in this game, who are basketball junkies, basketball lifers, mm-hmm. who recognize that it's a problem. Michael Malone was the coach. He said it was the worst basketball game he's ever seen. Charles Barkley... Um, says that it's such an issue that uh, he predicts a lockout is coming in the NBA. Here it is. What the NBA is doing 
they should have needed to do some messages today. Okay, what are we going to do about load management? The next ABC going to come out like, okay, you can't take my money there and say you want to divorce me in six months to a year. Because you can only get the max from us. You can't take all my money and then say, hey, I want a divorce. So I'm pretty sure that's the next thing that's going to come out of the CBA. I told you, I don't think there's no doubt in my mind these guys going to get locked out. But these owners, you can't take all their money and treat these owners and fans like crap. What these players are starting to do right now with Lowe's management, taking the money they demand to be traded. No doubt in my mind these guys going to get locked out. Now, this, this isn't like, hey, old man, stop yelling at clouds. This is a guy who is as current as anybody is current. He's on an NBA talk show, uh, studio show, every single night talking about today's NBA. Mm. Okay? So, when he speaks, I listen. And he says a lockout's coming. NBA owners are, have had it. And I know Adam Silver, the uh, commissioner, said all the right things. He's seething. Behind the scenes, he he knows this is a bad, bad look. Oh, and it's it needs ter- to get, and it needs to get fixed. It's a terrible look, but you've allowed it to happen. That's the bottom line: is you're either coaching or allowing it to happen, and you guys have allowed it to happen. So at some point, you're going to have to put a rule in, you know, and it's not going to cost the players money, but it's going to cost the team opportunity. So. Like I said, you sit out for load management. There's a number of days that you have. There's a number of games you have to you have to sit out the next game as well. So you're gonna sit out the back to back night. Well, then you've got a game two days from now. That's a big matchup, a big Western Conference matchup, or a big Eastern Conference matchup, or a big you know interconference matchup between Philadelphia and between you know the Nuggets or whoever the number one teams are. Milwaukee. And guess what? Hey, you're going to sit Joker out for one game? You sit Giannis out for a game? He's not going to get a play in the in the game that matters. They, they got to do something. Yeah, it's, it's a really bad look when you've got Giannis, who couldn't play prior to the All-Star game and has been shut down coming out of the All-Star game because of a wrist injury. Mm-hmm. And yet, it was important enough for him to get out there. I was only out there for a minute. But still... Yeah. It mattered so much to him. Jalen Brown, who missed the last few games of the uh, Celtics schedule because he got a broken face. His face was broken. Mm-hmm. Sat out the games leading up to the All-Star break, but there he is in the All-Star game wearing his Batman mask and playing. With a broken face. With a broken face. Playing in the All-Star game or being an All-Star is more important to some of these guys, honestly, than just going out and playing a regular season game. And and Barkley predicts a lockout's coming, and uh, he makes a very good case for it. Cecil Lammy at DenverSports.com writes that when it comes to Sean Payton's search for a defensive coordinator, that patience is a virtue. Are we seeing exceptional patience Shown here by Sean Payton. Hey, remember, it was a long, drawn-out, twisty, turned, curvy coaching search that eventually landed Sean Payton, for which we're very happy. We're seeing the same thing with the defensive coordinator position. Payton himself said when he got the job... 
that he thought he made some mistakes when he was filling out his staff the first time around in New Orleans. Are we seeing patience from Sean Payton and that's commendable? Or are we seeing a guy who maybe wasn't prepared enough once he got the head coaching job to fill out his staff? I think we're I think we're seeing patience and I think we're seeing Sean Payton essentially putting a a staff together that fits what he wants one but also it goes I think it goes beyond that hey if I pick this defensive coordinator who are the coaching candidates likely to come with him to fill in the linebacker spot to fill in the outside linebacking coaching spot to fill in you know, do we we have a D line coach to fill in the pass rushing specialist spot? Like, who who does he bring with us? Who who does he? What kind of clout does that guy have? So I think that's part of the part of the process as well. By the way, there was another part of Cecil's uh, article I do want to get back to here. We'll circle back regarding Rex Ryan that uh, caught my eye. We'll talk about that uh, in the meantime. Andrew Mason writing about how. The Broncos uh, coaching staff from last year continues to get uh, picked apart and moving on elsewhere. Wide receivers coach Zach Azani, who uh, was uh, with the Broncos through a couple of coaching changes, has been hired on by the New York Jets as a wide receiver coach, reuniting with Nathaniel Hackett. It means that no offensive coach from last year's staff will be on this year's Good. Staff. <laughs> You're right. Good. That was the most pathetic offensive performance. It just never seemed to get better either. It was awful. And you know what? When you when you don't produce and your guys don't seem to get it, you need a new voice, right? You need some. You need a little fear factor to walk in that building. You need guys on edge a little bit, don't you think? I do. Well, I, I know it's been suggested that uh, Sean Payton doesn't seem to have a plan, that you got to have a plan when you put together a coaching staff or you know mm-hmm. that you're going to be hired. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett struck me as a guy who probably had a plan and had PowerPoints and all that kind of stuff. Right. Probably uh, three ring binders with an impressive mm-hmm. uh, collated uh, idea, vision of what he was going to do. How'd that work out? Mm. Arguably, I'm not even going to say arguably, this was the worst staff in Broncos history. Ooh. Yeah, probably. Right? I would assume, yeah. I mean, how how can it be any worse than that? Yeah, so I saw when I saw the the news about Azani leaving some in some respects it was presented as well, another uh, Bronco coach uh leaving to to go somewhere else. Like good. Yeah. <laughs> Blow them all out. There's still a few holdovers from the staff still left. My answer is why? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Clean sweep, man. Yeah, that was the worst. I mean, that it, it couldn't have gotten much worse, No. Could it? Yeah. I'm with you. And by the way, a little nugget you dropped during the season, how Hackett insisted he did not want an assistant coach over 50. Hmm. Nope. I want them all young. Young, creative, energy. Yes. So we can put videos up. Movie clips, from videos the kids like. You put Bluey up. What are these? <laughs> huh? Bluey's. By the way, I watched a lot of Bluey. This you watched weekend. a lot of a lot of Bluey. Who's Bluey? You haven't watched Bluey? 
I don't have. I have oh, teenagers now. Dude. I have my my daughter's now twenty. You should very scary, dude. You should watch. You would like Bluey. Bluey is a show. All right, I'll go down the rabbit hole okay. with you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Oh. When when my kids were like kid kids and uh-huh. Uh-huh. the kids TV was amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I thoroughly enjoyed watching their shows. Dude, I was locked. I loved them. I was locked in. Bluey is a great show. So Bluey, you've got it's a, a it's an Australian show. So there's like Australian sheepdogs. And it's cartoon dogs. There's a mom. There it is. There's the music. Thank you, Johnny. Mom. Wait a minute. Dad. And then the little sister is Bingo. And then the big sister is Bluey. Bluey! And so they really, the whole family plays together. They, they, I don't know. Now, here's my only issue with the show. And I didn't want to tell my granddaughters this. I think the parents are drug dealers because they don't (laughs) actually work. They have a beautiful home. Yeah. All they do is play with their kids. Yeah. It's all games. It's fun and games. Really? But there's always a, you know, this fun and games life lesson, but the parents are constantly playing games with the kids. So there's kind of like a, a breaking bad thing going on here with Blue. Yeah, got to be something going on with Blue because I don't, I don't believe I've ever seen either parent do any work, but they always have time to play with the kids. Well, everyone's working from home now. They probably work at night, Zoom, all that stuff. Yeah, and they're just not the, the show's just the not show showing. Doesn't that. cover that part of it. No, and, yeah, it's it's a phenomenal show though. Yeah, right. I mean it's a great show. Kids TV has never been better. No, never been better. You know, back in the day where our options were kind of limited, but no. now, oh, mm-hmm. I used to love it. It's a phenomenal. I mean, I had I had a Bear in the Big Blue House. I had right. the Backyardigans. I had mm-hmm. uh, Little Einsteins. I right. got uh, Blues Clues. Uh, you know, uh, the the Wiggles. I mean, mm-hmm. fantastic. Franklin, it was great stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. I enjoyed it. Love. I'm like, let's go, kids. Let's go watch some TV. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, people on the tech. I want to go watch the shows. People on Bluey is the best TV show on TV, period. <laughs> From a text line. There and you go. I'm with you. Bluey right. is freaking awesome. I'd like to know what the parents do, but uh, <laughs> I'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, cooking meth. Mm-hmm. Um. What are we talking about? I, no, I don't. I don't know. Where were we? Seriously. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. You took me point. down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I know. You did. Uh, it's a good I love point. when you do that. Okay. I'm this one. New York, London, Paris, Munich. Everybody talk about pop music. Okay, let's get right, to the uh, next one. Oh, yeah. Official, official transfer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. we still have more. Oh, huh? we got more. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Andrew Mason writing that a Denver XFL or USFL team makes perfect sense, and there's one name who could make it soar. Care to guess who that name is? Peyton Manning. No. As a player. A Come player? On. Come on. Come on, somebody who's... Well, it's not Paxton. Not Paxton. It is definitely not Paxton. Got benched. Uh, first XFL game with the uh, Orlando Guardians. No. Tim Tebow. Oh, come on. Oh, this is... Uh, okay, now this... As a player? Thank as you so much. God player. bless y'all. No. It'd be the XFL, USFL. So... Love you too. First of all, do they not throw the ball in the XFL? Oh, that's good. 
That is, Dude, is, that it, is, that is, is it all run league? That is next level snark. Right is is it all run league? Then yeah, that. absolutely. I respect that. That was good. That was solid. That was a solid play right there. Uh, are they allowed to pass the ball forward? Right. In the XFL. Henceforth, the X. We X'd out the forward pass. It's an all-run league. Boom. Perfect. Sorry about that. This is going to get you. How old is Tim Tebow now? He's got to be. Well, he's in his mid-30s now, right? Like is he? 35 or 30. Actually, is he that good, old? That's a good question. 35. Come on. He can't. Yeah, he's the dream. The dream. He's had many dreams over the years. Dream to be an ex, uh, NFL quarterback. A dream to be a major league baseball player. He's had a lot of dreams, but um, dude, he's he he is right now killing it, doing such unbelievable work. Yes, seriously. Un- just, this, I know we 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 kid because we care. He is th- that dude's one of the most phenomenal humans I've ever been around. Correct. I, I love, I, and I got to do an event with him last year. I'm, I'm so engaged in in. So engaged with the people, like he's he is all. You should see him hit a golf ball too, dude. That dude is. Well, I've seen off, you hit a golf ball too. That but dude, is, you don't know where it's going. Does he know where it's going? I don't know that he knows where it's going, okay. but it's going somewhere a long way. Well, yeah, that's same with you. Yeah, you hit a long. But this guy's like he is. You want this dude is like a bodybuilder. No, he's he's yoked. Yeah, he's an amazing human being. When and, I and say somebody's and a lousy quarterback, yeah, when you say it. Yeah, there's no better endorsement, right? Well, he's like, I'm fat yoked. He's just yoke yoked. He's like Shannon yoked. Hmm. I don't know about the Shannon. I saw Shannon at the Super Bowl. Shannon is like real life yoked. Like that dude's bodybuilder yoked. Yeah, he's crazy. He's even more yoked than Tebow. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Inconceivable. Uh, yeah. So I, I get why Mace threw out. But if Tebow was, look, the thing about Tebow is if he was really, really serious about realizing his dream of being an NFL quarterback long term, he would have humbled himself and gone sure. to play in Canada and just yeah, like play Doug, for a like team. Doug Flutie had to do exactly Warren Moon, Warren guys Moon like that. Do. Yeah, throw the ball sixty times in a game for better or for worse, and just show that you could be. An NFL caliber passer. Yeah. And if he had been willing to humble himself to do that, maybe he could have made it back to the NFL. But he didn't want to do that. That's fine. Uh, he he clearly had more important things that he felt that he needed to do. And he's done an amazing job with it. But, boy, it is so easy to just, well, yeah, bring back Tebow. What if you... Two-part question. Mm. Would a spring football team... Work here? Would an XFL or USFL team work Did, here? Didn't when they had the it uh, worked very well here. The Denver Gold, it right? Very well. Here. People loved it. Sure. I had a co- I had a University of Idaho guy that I played with was a cornerback for the Denver Gold, Cal Level. Oh yeah, Idaho nationwide. We're proud. Back when the NFL had scab players. Denver had some of the best attendance. I I think that I'm actually, it's funny that Mace brought this up because I've always been surprised that when these fledgling leagues Mm -hmm. try to get something going, that Denver hasn't been included. Because I would think that Denver would be a a 
Oh, Denver would be. As sure a shot of being a successful XFL, USFL, yes. indoor arena football league franchise as you'd get. Right. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't tried to put one here. So I think if they put one here, even if it didn't include Tebow, I think it would do all right. Did By the way, did you see what the Jersey Rock wore for the XFL debut games when he's out there pumping the XFL? You know, he's a part owner of the XFL. I did not. What did, what, did, what did it say? He wore the number 54 jersey. Is that what he wore in Miami? No. He said he was, uh, he said that the NFL rosters have 53 guys and he was the 54th. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which it, is, which is, you know, like his, his story is, he still talks about it. Like when, when we were together doing ballers, he would always ask me questions about the NFL and it was his biggest. Gretz? Yeah, it still eats him that he didn't make it, that he wasn't good enough to make it. Really? Oh, yeah. Kills if there's him. one guy walking this planet who I would think would have no regrets, it would be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No, he that was his that was his dream to make it in the NFL and it didn't work. Uh, one more here okay. on the uh, Denver fan front, uh, denversports.com uh, front page. Uh, hold on, let me find it. Uh <laughs> DMAC writes about Gabe Landeskog's return. We saw Gabe walking down the hallway with his beautiful kids after the game on Saturday, and then we saw a video of him skating yesterday. Mm. Sunday, he was uh, these three day weekends. Right. So uh, Sunday he was skating. Sunday he was in. He was at the game. Okay. Sunday at the game. Yesterday he was skating, which was Monday. Yes. Which brings us to Tuesday, where we are right now. Serious question. You know injuries. Mm-hmm. You are the fans' injury expert. Yes. Here's a guy who hasn't played since last June. Mm-hmm. Just now getting, starting to skate. Yeah. Av's got about 25 games left in the regular season. Isn't enough time to get ramped up to be ready to go and, and like, merging onto the Autobahn right. for the playoffs. So, 25 games puts you at about, what, six, seven weeks left to get 25 games in before the playoffs? Oh, boy. Hold on. Oof. This is is like a math question. So, we're sitting here on February 21st. Yes. The Avs regular season ends on April 14th. April 14th. So, we're looking at about two months left. Yeah. 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 Month and a half. Well, yeah, yeah I, said, I said seven weeks, right? Yeah, six to eight weeks. Yeah, okay. Seven weeks is right between six and eight. <laughs> That's what I said. Anywho, um, I would imagine you would be able, depending on, you know, how you respond to the skating and everything, I would imagine that after about, Four weeks, you could ease yourself back into, ease yourself back into, you know that that kind of being ready to go. So you you would ease yourself into like after four or five weeks, you could ease yourself in for a couple of weeks where you're getting some spot duty. You're you're rotating in. Um, I would imagine that that would that that would work out. Don't you think? Sliding into the playoffs, this this whole thing and I'll, I'll make it quick this this whole thing with him is just 
there's a murkiness to it that I just don't like that makes me nervous because sure. we are conditioned as sports fans to slot knee injuries into a certain category. Mm-hmm. Okay? You got a sprained knee, you're going to be out a couple of weeks. Right. You got arthroscopic surgery, got to get some loose bodies out of there. Yeah, you're out four to six, right? Mm-hmm. Tear an ACL, you're out six to eight to 12 months. Yeah. There's nothing about Gabe's journey that slots into any of this, right. which makes me nervous. I uh, mentioned that uh, Cecil, in his column, brought up a uh, concern about Rex Ryan that I want to get to. Basically, it comes down to this. The Broncos may want Rex, but does Rex really want this? That's next. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress, relax in your tub or shower from Bathfitter. Bathfitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. You're going to need a bigger boat. It's time for Schlereth and Evans' big story of the day. Why is this that you're so... You're so... Big. Here's Slareth and Evans with this morning's biggest story in Denver sports. Big, 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 huge. Mention that uh, Cecil Lammy loves watching quarterbacks with their shirts off. Mm-hmm. Wrote an article at denversports.com about how Sean Payton is, is showing patience right. in putting together his staff. And sure. patience is a virtue here. Okay. But in his article, he wrote about Rex Ryan. Mm-hmm. And let me read directly from his piece here. Cecil writes, quote, The Broncos need Ryan to prove he can make an already good defense even better. I've had too many sources with the Bills that told me Ryan did not show the same dedication that Sean McDermott now does as the head coach. I've heard too many stories about Ryan having banker's hours and not putting in the work compared to what McDermott did when he was hired. Do you... I love the idea of Rex. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. But if there's one little nagging thought in the back of my mind that concerns me is, how much does he want this? How much does he want to get back into the grind? Depends on on how old is Rex? Early 60s? Keep going. I'll look that up. Oh, this does he want... 60. He's 60. Thank you, Fever. Does he does he want one more crack at being a head coach? I mean, you think about what he did with the Jets, man. I mean, then the Jets, and that was you know Bill Belichick. I'm not going to kiss the rings. They they beat the the Patriots in a couple of playoff series, and they got to the AFC Championship with the Jets and Mark Sanchez twice, not once but twice. Now the Bills thing, it, whatever you know, it was what it was. But the bottom line to me is, do you want to get yourself back in that head coaching chair? Now, I I will say this. When you take over as the head coach, there is a grind that's, you know, that that you have to have. But you are in so much in charge of the of the day-to-day operation of the football team and holding the coaches accountable and doing all those things that maybe you know for whatever reason maybe the, the appearance is that guy is not grinding on football like he needs to be. but you know 
I would I would just say this. If you look back on your Bills career and say, man, I didn't do what I wanted to do. I didn't attain what I wanted to attain there. I want another opportunity. Well, then you're going to put your nose back to the grindstone and, and go get that done. And I thought what he did in his tenure with the Jets was pretty incredible. Because he did that without, you know, without a legitimate big-time QB. Now, I understand that Mark Sanchez with the fifth overall pick and all that. But, come on now, none of us looked at Mark Sanchez like he's the answer, right? You realize who Rex Ryan's quarterbacks were as, as a head coach. They were Mark Sanchez and Tyrod Taylor. Right. And he's still in eight years of coaching, has a uh, almost 500 record mm-hmm. and has four playoff wins. Yeah. No, he's, With Mark Sanchez and Tyrod Taylor as his quarterbacks. Right. It's pretty remarkable when you think about it. So, you know, I would... And by I would, the way, doing it in Brady's division. All those, trying to do it in Brady's division. Right. <laughs> yeah, that even makes it. Trying to do it against Brady and Belichick. Right. So if you, if you want to get back in... You got the opportunity to get back in, but what you got to do is you got to come to a place where you can put together a stellar, like, defensive performance for a couple of years, and you'll get another opportunity, I would imagine. I got to believe the only reason he's entertaining this is because he wants to be a head coach again. Yeah. He can't be just, hey, you know, I missed the game. Ah, Let's go back to being a defensive coordinator. Because if that was if that was his motivation, I I would question that right. a bit. But if he's serious about wanting to be a and I I do believe that when he got into TV, he thought that the, the, the phone would ring pretty quick. Because his name was out there. Mm-hmm. Like I I was I was recommending Rex for this job when right. they were moving on from from Kubiak. <laughs> Definitely when they were getting ready to hire Vance, I was uh, I was talking up Rex. Yeah. Rex is, but then years pass. Sure, you know you get you get associated with being a TV guy, and pretty soon that's who you are. Remember, for years, hey, Bill Cower, Bill Cower, Bill Cower. Right. At some point, you know, you get to a point where you you've been doing TV for so long, nobody they stop talking about you. Yeah. In that vein, so I think that I think that Rex thought he'd be back being a head coach by now. The other the other thing this is, is a way to do it. Right. The other thing is TV is fun. And it scratches that itch for a while to a degree. Yeah, you know, for a guy like Bill Cower, he look. I mean, that guy can look at it like, hey, man, you know, went to two Super Bowls with the Steelers. We won one. Um, I think it was two and one. You know, you know. I, I mean, he'd been doing it for so long with the Steelers. Then he gets into TV and goes, hey, man, I like this is all the itch I need to scratch. Like, I, I'm good. I make good money. You know, I, I've got much more of a home life, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, I can, I can see that. Here's another opportunity, by the way. So Rob Ryan, Rex's brother, has been a, you know, has been a coach for a very long time. Last time I saw, gosh, where was, was it? Peyton's D.C. for three years? Yeah. Around 2011, 2014. Where did I see Rob last? Where was Rob coaching last? So Rob was coaching, and then he went and did, uh, you know, the, What's the Europe the, the European? Was he in Chicago last year? Anyhow, what's the European equivalent of ESPN? Is it Sky Sports? 
Rob Ryan was last a DC in New Orleans. In New Orleans. In 2015. And he hasn't coached since 2015, Rob? Uh, let's I'm, see. No, 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 no. He's been, no, no, no. He's with, he was with uh, the Raiders last year as a senior defensive assistant. Okay. Uh, before that, he was with the Ravens in 2021 as a linebackers coach. Year before that with yeah. the uh, Wooft uh, as a, a linebackers coach. Okay. So I, I I bumped into Rob the last few years. There was a, a year that I think he took off from coaching and he went and worked for Sky Sports out in London which I know several guys that do that, they go out and live in London for like seven months of the football season. And they do like they do the equivalent of NFL Live out in London. It's kind of cool. And I've done some work for them, you know, via satellite, um, which is which is kind of cool. I know he did that. But, yeah, so Rob has been coaching. So it would be a chance to get with your brother. Rob was with Rex in 2016 mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Okay. A chance again to get with your brother and – have him coach linebackers, and he knows kind of what you want. Or You're maybe telling me we could have Rex and Rob. Oh, does Rob oh, still have the oh, the, man, uh, the locks, the long hair? Oh, it's like Thor. Looks like it's Thor esque. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's like, like Fat Thor. It, it's like Fat Thor. Yes, yes, like Fat Thor pounding kegs. Yes, yes. Love Fat Thor. Gives me hope. <laughs> Oh, you're telling me. But let, let's put a bow on it. Yeah. Do you have any concerns that if Rex got this job about his passion and commitment for the job? Oh, no, no, no. I don't have any I don't have any concern about that. He'd be great. And by the way, the notion of is he ready to grind again? Boy, I roll my eyes at the the whole idea of these coaches and how they have to grind mm-hmm. and put in 18-hour days and remember Hackett and yeah. Saying we're going to sleep in the office. Why? Why? Right. You spend all that time and do that? Maybe there's something to the idea that uh, you need to go home. Go home. Go home. Get some sleep. Right. Hug your kids. Right. Maybe it'll make you a better coach. Maybe yeah. banker's hours might not be the worst thing. Coming up, we'll uh, get back into uh, some great audio coming out of All Star Weekend in the NBA. And why Michael Malone was right on, 100% nailed his observation of coaching in this year's All-Star Game. That's coming up next. It's Flareth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All right, for you, since you showed... So much effort in getting caught up on Yellowstone. Yes, yes. I did watch the first three quarters of the first episode. It's an hour. I don't have an hour to I will give the new Magnum another shot. Oh, Mike. I'll give it another shot. Now Higgy and Magnum are a couple. I know they are. It's a secret. It's a secret relationship. The fact that Higgins is a hot woman is just, it's hard to get past for me. Hot's a little strong. Higgy. She's... She's a badass. Oh, she is. She is that. There's something about the, her structure. She just is a little... Oh, really? Keep going. Yeah, she, like, <laughs> she's very fit. Don't get me wrong. Very fit. But I find I find her disproportionate. Really? Almost like she's got Tyrannosaurus arms. 
Really? It's just something. There's something awkward, huh? For me, there. keep going. No, just saying. <laughs> it's just a little, little awkward. Here, here's a shovel. Keep going. No, I'm just telling you. Oh, you watch and you tell me. Uh, people right. on the text line will tell you. It just is. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'll give it another shot. Uh, some uh, news to pass along. Kale McCarr is going to be or is in the concussion protocol and will miss this weekend's games for the abs. How long is the concussion protocol last for I, hockey versus football? Right. Football, you can get out of that thing in about three hours. So they play this Friday and Saturday. They play uh, at Winnipeg Friday. That's a that's a, a big game because the abs have closed within four points of Winnipeg. And have two games in hand over the Jets. Mm-hmm. You Winnipeg, need that to be a, a you need that be a regulation win, not an overtime. Win. Correct. That's a, that becomes what becomes a a, a 50, 50 uh, no, split. No, 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 no. It becomes it, it, it's, it's two it, one. It's a two one. Then it becomes a what's two plus one? A three point game. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Mad, you go. Mad, I do not mad, like that. You don't want me. you don't want three point games against teams in your own division and conference. Right. Three point games are fine if you're playing somebody from the East. Yes. You don't want three point games in the West. No. So anyway, the Avs. Uh, Winnipeg plays tomorrow night in uh, against the Islanders on the road. Then they travel back, so they have a chance to go up six points on the Avs for second place and home ice in the first round of the playoffs. But that's the next game coming up. But this is... We got a couple of birds in the basket, though. We do have a couple. Of, I'm going to use... I like that. Instead bird. of games in hand, we're yeah. going to use birds in the basket. Yeah, we got I a like that. birds in the basket. Use that, everybody. Let's get that thing trending. Birds in the basket. Hashtag. But this is a, this is a concern. Um, with... You know, we've seen it with Bo Byram with head injuries. You just, mm-hmm. you just never know with concussions. Kale got hit in that game against Pittsburgh. Sorry, Penguin fan. It was it was a cheap shot. It could have been avoided by Jeff Carter. That gave him a concussion. He missed the next four games, came back, got hit again against St. Louis on Saturday. Now he's back into it again. Mm-hmm. And you you know anybody who's coached youth sports and you have to take those concussion classes to get certified for the upcoming season to coach your youth team, you know that once you've had one concussion, you are prone to getting more quicker and this is now two in the span of yeah not good about two weeks not good so you now now you gotta add that to everything right you know gabe landeskog by, by the way I, here's when gabe was first he had the he tried to come back early on in training camp knee wasn't responding had arthroscopic surgery in uh october uh-huh with the idea that it would be a 12-week timeline. Now, again, I said this earlier. A lot of times, knee injuries, they, they slot, right? Sure. And arthroscopic doesn't normally... Come on, I'm talking to the expert here. Arthroscopic isn't usually a 12-week timeline, is it? Um, That's the, three months for arthroscopic surgery? Yeah, no. I The only thing, like, there's only two... There's only... Now that you mention it, there's only really two possibilities. I don't know how often they do this. If they do a cartilage repair, which is different than the microfracture surgery we talked about last week. Microfracture surgery is when you have essentially 
you've worn out the articular surface of the knee joint and exposed the raw bone. They go in there and they poke that, and that takes months and months and months. And it's still, it still is healing after, you know, 16 to 18 months. But it takes, you know, it takes four or five months for that to, to actually harden up to the point where it, it acts as a secondary cartilage to, to protect the bone. The other one, and I don't know how often they do this on, on athletes, especially professional athletes, if they do a cartilage repair. So if they think there's enough of a blood supply to the, the cartilage, like the meniscus, then they can essentially suture that down and let that heal so you still have that part of that cushioning. Now, I don't know how long that takes because in the NFL, they just don't do that. They just take it out. They're like, hey, tough luck, tough break. Shaver, you'll be fine. This is, you're, like, this is not, it hardly affects you at all. <laughs> so, you know, and then you go back to playing. So I don't know. They do that with younger, some of the younger kid athletes that, you know, tear a meniscus and, and they figure that, I don't know if that heals or not. Uh, sometimes it does. Sometimes it just doesn't really. But anyhow, that those are the only two options I could imagine them have, have having done that. A lot of good audio coming out of NBA All-Star Weekend. And, you know, it's one thing when guys like you and I are complaining about the All-Star game. Oh, listen to those guys. You know, right. they're pining for the days of Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Guilty as hey, charged. Nailed it. <laughs> but... When, when you've got the people who are inside the game, who are current with the game, and they're being critical, then the NBA has a problem. Here's our Michael Malone who got a chance to coach. Here's what he had to say. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great players, but that is the worst basketball game ever played. Basketball game ever played. Ever oh, played. He wasn't done. Uh, I don't know if you can fix it. You know, I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving. Those guys were like competing. Joel was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in, but um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans, but that that is a tough game to sit through. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no. If Kyrie Irving is actually one of your most engaged guys out there, you really do have a problem. Right. That's a good point. Kyrie Irving is is your leader. Come on, guys. We got to take this seriously. Yeah. We got to go compete. Joel Embiid, who misses about as many games as he plays. He's out all the time, right? He's He misses his fair share. It's one of the things that's been held against him yeah. in the Jokic versus Embiid argument. Stephen A. Smith loves himself the uh, NBA, but he's had it with what he calls the arrogance of today's players. There was no effort whatsoever. What we should be able to see, other than dunks, we should not be able to look at a basketball game and know that anybody could be on the court with you based on the effort you're putting on display. It just reeks of, 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 of a level of arrogance and taking fans for granted that we continue to lament. So again, you know what, I just look at it from that perspective and I applaud Coach Malone for highlighting the flagrant lack of effort. And this is building to a showdown between the players and the owners, one that Charles Barkley predicts, well, you know who will win. What the NBA is doing, 
they said they need to do some messages today. Okay, what are we going to do about load management? The next ABC is going to come out like, okay, you can't take my money there and say you want to divorce me in six months to a year. Because you can only get the max from us. You can't take all my money and then say, hey, I want a divorce. So I'm pretty sure that's the next thing that's going to come out of the CBA. I told you, I don't think there's no doubt in my mind these guys going to get locked out. But these owners, you can't take all their money and treat these owners and fans like crap. What these players are starting to do right now with Lowe's management, taking the money and demanding to be traded. No doubt in my mind these guys going to get locked out. Hmm. One more from Charles. Y'all baby these dudes so much today. They don't want to play back-to-back games. Every time a fan says something, they get them tossed. If they're not happy, they want to get traded. I don't, like, it's going to come to a head in the next CBA. Babies. Babies. I called them pansies earlier. but I like that. Pansies. Pansies, babies. Wimps. Wimps. Wusses. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> no, maybe you I should stop. I'm, I'm thinking, I think, I think I'm just going to let go of it. Stop right there. You are getting a lot of people agreeing with you about the new Higgins. Yeah. I don't know. Something long torso or something. I don't know what it is. I haven't really delved into it too much. Jeez. By the way, I also got Bluey's father's a helicopter pilot. I'm blaming him for cocaine bear. <laughs> Well, this this fits. We think that they might Bluey's parents might be drug dealers. Mm-hmm. So if he's a helicopter pilot, he's probably just flying into you know yeah. places and, and dropping them, dropping, dropping the payload. That's right. Next thing you know, you get the next movie will be Cocaine Crocodile. <laughs> we could have a yeah, we could have a whole yeah. franchise here. Yeah. Okay, we yeah, are done. Yeah, we figured that out. Figure that out. Orlando Franklin had a chance to talk to Paxton Lynch this weekend. Want to hear all about that? Players Club coming up next. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits. 